Welcome to the Luxury Listing Specialist Podcast with Michael Lafito, where top luxury agents reveal their best practices, plus interviews with real estate industry influencers, thought leaders, and luxury marketing experts. You'll come away from each episode with new strategies and tactics to dominate high-end homes in any market. And now for the latest episode of Luxury Listing Specialist, here's your host, luxury real estate expert, coach and trainer, Michael Lafito. Welcome back, everybody. Michael Lafito. Uh, welcome to the Luxury Listing Specialist podcast. I'm your host. Uh, if you have any questions, please shoot me a note, shoot me an email, michael at marketingluxurygroup.com, michael at marketingluxurygroup.com. And if you have a topic you'd like us to talk about or you want to nominate somebody as a guest, please just shoot me a note, michael at marketingluxurygroup.com. So this episode, I'm really excited about today's guest. And uh, before I introduce Jordan, uh, just uh, a couple things. If you are getting value from uh, this podcast or previous podcast, please leave us a like, leave us a review. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, you name it. And we can always use more uh, reviews, more likes, more comments. So I'd appreciate that. And uh, for those of you that are uh, committed to increasing your average sale price, check out the Lux designation, go to luxurylistingspecials.com, luxurylistingspecials.com. At the time of this filming, uh, we're going to be doing another in-person live event. We're looking forward to it. End of May 2021, we're going to be in Napa Valley doing our, our training, our designation training in front of 50 top luxury agents uh, that are coming in from all parts of the country, and it's going to be held at a winery. Uh, you can check that out at luxurydesignation.com, luxurydesignation.com. Let's get right into today's uh, guest uh, and um, a friend of mine. I've met him through uh, various conferences uh, at the Keller Williams Family Reunion. is the first time Jordan and I met, but uh, I have Jordan Stewart here. Jordan is a licensed agent, and he's also the founder of the Next Move Network. And uh, I'll let Jordan kind of describe what the Next Move Network is as it's continuing to expand. Initially, it was really around athletes and coaches, but uh, welcome, Jordan. Thank you, Michael. It's always a pleasure. I appreciate it. So tell everybody a little bit about you and a little bit about Next Move. Yeah. So I am a licensed realtor with Keller Williams here in Washington, D.C. market. I service Virginia, Northern Virginia, Maryland and Washington DC. I have a team here that I lead of a small team of agents and, and an admin that we transact real estate um, locally, listings, luxury listings, uh, first time home buyers, you name it, uh, across the spectrum. The reason why we are connected, Michael, is from a larger perspective, looking at the idea of collaborating with other high level professionals in the real estate space across the country has always been a passion of mine and staying hyper local to me in the moving trends of how real estate operates referral opportunities to me is a little bit short-sighted. So I started working in a very niche space in DC. I started working with a number of professional athletes here locally on some of the teams we have I would call it six major teams here, the the football, basketball, baseball, NHL hockey, Washington Mystics, DC United, I would say are the big six here. And there's always housing needs there. So it's anything from furnished rentals to high dollar purchases uh, that are all, all discreet, private. You don't want to 
reveal where athletes are living for various reasons, mostly to protect their privacy from uh, being a, a high profile individual. Um, so basically took a business model of how I operate locally. And I started finding other real estate professionals around the country that also operate in the space. Uh, for example, Michael, I know you do in Chicago and we can share those best practices and also create a trusted referral system that's a collaborative. When I have clients that are relocating to, to your area, I know that I can immediately count on you to handle that from a professional standpoint. So in a nutshell, we have uh, relationships in every major market. We also have relationships in some of the secondary and tertiary markets. We have a presence in college towns, um, handling some head coaches among the athletic departments because there's also a lot of relocation there and some assistant coaches as well. So it's fun. Uh, it's there's there's definitely some some pain points. Uh, it's not always about chasing the the commission because that's that's not necessarily what's driving the kind of the the activity. It's 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 prioritizing the relationship first. And then understanding that there is uh, some monetization of that between uh, what you're able to do directly with the client and, and potentially who they're introducing you to that that can build out your business. So, first off, I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, what you've done, what you've built. Uh, there's some really a, a great network of of top agents there, and you know our listeners range from in the United States to Canada to, you know, we have uh, listeners globally and some are newer agents, some are our seasoned veteran rock star agents. Uh, so I'd like to kind of talk to you about, you know, some, some do's and some don'ts and, and some suggestions and tips. Uh, you know, we always tell the, the listeners, if, if you get one or two nuggets that you can implement into your business, then this episode was worth it. So that's my goal. Of course, I want to under promise and over deliver. So if you don't mind um, getting into some meat and potato questions about um, not necessarily just next move, but more importantly, hey, I'm an agent, I'm a team leader, I'm a broker owner. Uh, I might not be in a major city, I might be in Boise, Idaho, or I might be in, you know, Davenport, Iowa, but I might be in an area where there are professional sports teams, whether it be major league or minor league teams. Uh, so let me just dive right in. So first off, what advice, uh, and maybe sometimes the advice could be what not to do. So maybe we'll start there. What what common mistakes or or better said, what shouldn't an agent, a team leader or broker do when it comes to either working, maybe they are actively working with uh, an athlete, whether it be an active athlete, a retired athlete, or maybe a coach, uh, what, what, I guess, what shouldn't they do? I think it's, I think you stick to, to what, what works for you. So everybody's gotten to this position that, um, that they, they're operating with clients that want to work with them. So when you work with an athlete, it's, it's understanding that they're looking to you to be the trusted expert in the situation. So immediately you're there, what their needs are, what they're looking to do, how you communicate with them should not be any different than how you treat your regular clients. So we're we're looking at a kind of how have you how have you gotten to your career and how have you 
communicated and been authentic and stayed within budget, um, understood what, what, what the do's and don'ts are from what they're, what they're looking for. And I think that you need to keep that mentality and just translate it to a more high profile client. There's no, there's no benefit to switching up how you're doing things. So just because you know somebody is high profile and they, and they make mo good money and um, they could potentially afford more, don't immediately try to upsell the, the, the person. If they need to rent something, if that's what the ask is, go out and find something for them to rent. Maybe have like the option of if they want to purchase something, if it makes sense, if they're going to be in the area for, for three to four years guaranteed. I do have a couple clients that have come to me that, that have multi-year deals and they're so used to renting that that's kind of the first conversation we have. And then maybe at that point we present an option, hey, maybe you want to think about establishing a little bit more of a permanent situation in, in this area. But for the most part, the number one mistake is not listening to your client, just like with any client that you have, and trying to do something that they're not necessarily comfortable doing or that they didn't ask you to do. So you want to, you never want to take the approach of do, you know, kind of do something and then ask forgiveness later. That's not going to work. It's, it's immediately going to be uh, brought to the forefront and brought to your attention. And it, it's going to take away any trust that you've built with that particular person. So, so, I say, so, so yeah. what I hear you saying is, you know, be an advisor, be a consultant, don't be a salesperson. And this is whether it be an athlete, a coach, or your regular clientele, the best way to right. get referrals, right, is be that trusted advisor. Don't sell them something that doesn't, isn't what they want. And if, if they tell you they think they should buy, but in your mind, you think they should perhaps rent, then advise them on that as well, correct? Yeah. And, and your job is to get them a place to live. It's that simple. That's your job. Uh, once you start to try to, once you try to establish the friendship type situation, it gets a little bit of a gray area. Uh, if you pull your camera out and, and, and videotape a high profile client because you want to show your friends what's going on and who you're with, I mean, that's the quickest exit to, to the situation. It's, it's dangerous and it's also could get you in a lot of trouble, um, but it also will create a huge pain point. So you want to just move forward. You are the housing expert. That's what you were brought in to do. Um, it's okay to not continue on and, and go out to dinner with, with everybody and kind of insert yourself into situations that you might not be ready for. Um, if the, the focus needs to be on the house or the apartment, mm -hmm. whatever it is, that's the focus. That's your job. You're communicating with the other side. You're protecting the identity if you need to. Um, you should be hypersensitive to the fact that you have a, a high-profile client with you and you need to ensure that that person's well-being and, and satisfaction is, is first and foremost. So you brought up a bunch of great points there. And one I want to circle back to, Jordan, was the 
confidentiality aspect of it, right? So, you know, I, I use the term left brain and right brain. There's a lot of left brain, you know, methodical, analytical buyers and sellers out there. And then there's your right brain, right? Using the disc personality, high eye, right? High eye. It's five o'clock somewhere. Those are the agents that, you know, take selfies with their clients. They go have drinks. You know, if that's your personality type, you want to be really extra cautious. You can't make the assumption that you got to almost make the assumption that your client wants to stay low profile and, and they're not going to be okay with that. So talk to me about those conversations, which is kind of a segue into my next question is, you know, if you feel like you've done a great job for your client, whether they be high profile or not, Maybe they're just well-connected. They're not even an athlete or a coach, but they're well-connected. Um, what what words of recommendation or best practices would you recommend to get an endorsement or a testimonial from perhaps that athlete or that coach if you feel like you've over-delivered? Yeah. Sim- simply make sure the deal is done. Start there. Um, if you're if you've just started working at working with with a client. Would you ask for a testimonial in the second meeting when you're house hunting? Probably not, right? So the same rule applies. You want to get all the way through the the process. You want to get make sure that there's there's a closing that happens. Um, say at a closing, once you get the keys, if it's a purchase, you get a photo with with your client, just like you would with a lot of closings. So you're at the finish line at that point. You've done your job what you've been hired to do, it's appropriate to say, hey, let's celebrate this a little bit. Here's a here's a, uh, a ring doorbell that you can put on your new house to make sure your fans aren't knocking on the door if they figure out where you live. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, mm-hmm. a little, that's a go-to gift for me if you're wondering about that. Um, nice, nice. So alcohol with, with athletes, I mean, you want to be aware of the fact that maybe that's not the best idea. Sure, but, sure. Um, but you take a picture and you basically say, Hey, if you don't mind, I'd love to promote the fact that we, we close this deal together. Um, it would mean a lot to me. And if you had maybe a a short testimonial that you wanted to offer, I would be extremely grateful for that. Um, other times I actually write the testimonial and have the, the client approve it because it's just very simple. And they say, yeah, that looks great, Jordan. That works for me. Um, Again, you're not asking for forgiveness. You're basically asking to see if this is appropriate. And some some people say no. They say, "Um, you did a great job, but I don't really need to to have everybody in my business. So not not necessary. And if that's the answer, that's the answer. And that's it. Sure, I've got to respect that answer. You respect it. Hi, it's Michael Lafito. Here with a quick break from the podcast. If you are committed to increasing your average sale price and you want to work smarter, not harder, then you want to check out LuxuryListingSpecials.com where you'll find out more information about the Lux designation along with some additional resources. Again, I'll repeat, check out LuxuryListingSpecials.com. And now let's get back to the show. Talk to me about what keeps an athlete or a coach awake at night. So, you know, what I mean by that is, traded, cut, didn't get the contract they wanted, are in a city that they don't know anything about. Talk to me about, you know, what what goes on with the, the significant other, the wives, the families, 
Um, talk to me about that because that's something that doesn't get talked much uh, when we're talking real estate and relocation in particular, dealing with, you know, for this uh, athletes. Housing is extremely important is what it is. That, that's the sanctuary. That's where the privacy is. So housing is extremely, it's a huge deal. So we, I look at that and I look at um, what, what's the, what's the driver of, of how this person is going to turn off their, their brain, because there's such an elite talent in say a sport, turning off that, that brain is going to be putting them into a situation that's really important from a home life perspective. Um, if there's space for, for kids, if there's, uh, you know, a, a three car garage, um, if it's a gated community, if there's a private backyard, all this is important and matters. So you need to go into a, a search where you can't just send a list of properties that, that you haven't vetted. Your job is to get ahead of the game and make sure those are vetted. And then also have relationships within your community that can seek out specific properties that may appeal to your client that, that may not be readily available for their search. Like that's what your value is as a professional in real estate. It's knowing who your client is, knowing who the other agents are in the, in the market that have the inventory and potentially go seek them out to, to make a private deal. Um, very tricky in 2021 with the boom of of, shortage uh, of properties on yeah it's yeah. it's different i mean it's you're always adapting to the environment so that's not as easy as it was let's just say two years ago mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but it doesn't mean you shouldn't keep offering that value so yeah. and then so, like things like uh other tips like keep keep a clean car because i've had more than one occasion where i show up at a hotel and somebody's jumping in my front seat without me even thinking about that, that was an option. Like I'm driving, keep that car clean. It's, it sounds silly, but you don't want to be having papers and whatever water bottles and anything that's, that's uh kids toys. It's yeah. <laughs> crumbs uh, in my, in my car with three kids. Um, even taking car seats out. If you're uh, if you have children, we all have, have situations where we're required to safely drive to transport small children around, like take the car seats out before you pick, you go and see the client. Cause there may be multiple people that need to get into your vehicle. Which yeah. Is that's a great point. They're not familiar with the area. Uh, no. So, you know, the sil sil silver platter service, right? Silver platter service. It's no different uh, for your top A-list clients. Those that are listening again with your top A-list clients, you know, you, you treat them differently than, than everybody else. I mean, you treat everybody with respect, don't get me wrong, but go above and beyond, right? By by doing some doing some homework ahead of time. You know, I always tell my staff, uh, whether it be a high net worth individual, luxury buyer, seller, or an athlete, it's like, hey, their time is valuable. Like we have to do, assume, like they don't have the time to, to call the home inspection company and do all these, like you got to offer that silver platter service, that concierge type service. Uh, they're used to it. You know, many times they're used to it because they have been on a pedestal being, you know, in the limelight or being an athlete or having agents. Um, so you got to continue that silver platter service. Yep. 
don't over don't overdo it though, Michael. So a common situation with with someone like myself or or you is, and you can relate to this. There's other people in our lives that I think would add value, but I don't necessarily want to cross pollinate away from the housing for, let's say, like a um, a concierge type service that's not related to that person getting a home. And what I mean by that is I'm approached by by people that that have good businesses, you know, they 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 offer opportunities that could potentially be taken advantage of in a, in a positive way by by our housing clients. But I have to be very careful about how I present that because the guard is always up. So even if I'm not have no stake in that business, I'm not being compensated for recommending anything. Or as simple as me trying to like set up a car service or something like like you name it, we're putting our name and our brand behind that. It's going to be, it's gonna it's gonna make us look very bad if that doesn't work out the way that we think it is. And and I make the correlation in real estate when you recommend a contractor to one of your buyers and that contractor stops showing up. Guess who's getting the phone call? Uh-huh me and that that becomes my problem when i have no control over what uh, a contractor is doing when they, they take payment to redo a kitchen and then they just don't don't come back yeah. so it ruins the relationship and i would say if you wanted to get involved with this particular business you should focus on yourself and not what everybody else can do when you get the relationship, you should be focused on what can you do for that client and don't worry about who you can introduce that person to. It's not, it's, it's irrelevant and it's only going to cause you problems. And it's your quickest exit point again to this, this business. Don't, don't get overexcited because people get really excited if they work with a, with a bears player, right? Um, do the job. Just you. Don't worry about all that other stuff. That'll that'll work itself out when it's when it's appropriate. Yeah, that's that's a great point, and that's a great point with all your clients, right? If you refer someone and they do a bad job, it's a it's a negative reflection on you. I mean, I just refer referred a mover uh, to three clients that were uh, selling. Unfortunately, uh, a couple of them got out of Illinois, like a lot of people right now, and and. They had an amazing experience. And I just told Greg, I said, thanks, you know, thanks for doing a great job doing what you say you're going to do, because it's a it's a positive reflection on me, but it's no different if it was negative. So those are those are some really uh, great points. Talk to me. Um, well, before we do that, again, if you have any comments, any questions uh, for those of you that are listening to the replay, shoot me an email, Michael at marketingluxurygroup.com. Michael at marketingluxurygroup.com. And Jordan, what's your email too? And we'll give it out at the end again. But what's your email in case somebody has a question for you? Yeah, it's it's Jordan, J-O-R-D-A-N at makethenextmove.com. Jordan at <laughs> makethenextmove.com. Uh, yep. Named after greatness, uh, you know, the GOAT, right? Greatest yep. of all time, Michael yep. Michael Jordan, man. Uh, I thought so, I would be an NBA player by being named Jordan, but that didn't work out for me. <laughs> uh, so... Again, if you guys have comments, uh, shoot me a note, shoot Jordan a note, 
you know, if you're getting value from this, please let us know. Uh, again, we greatly appreciate uh, the feedback, uh, good, bad, or indifferent. All right, so next move originally was athletes and, and, and coaches, and you're expanding a little bit. Talk to uh, the, the listeners a little bit about what you're doing with the military now. Right, so we looked at what was successful with next move with the sports and entertainment world. And what we found was, and we being myself and a couple other executive team members that work on this on a daily basis, the, the value and talent and differentiation among real estate professionals around the country is, is impressive. So it became to the point where we kept getting opportunities for referrals out of markets, Charleston, South Carolina to Albany, New York, Savannah, Georgia to Miami, Florida, Austin, Texas to Oklahoma City. Like it wasn't necessarily an athlete on the move, but because of the fact that we were a trusted group, the referrals were, were being sent between the, the agents because we were familiar with each other and we have specific ways we communicate privately that get people knowing you know, that they have a trusted resource in pretty much every city. So this is different than Facebook. It's different than just meeting people at events. That's important, but this is more in-depth. And um, we decided that uh, why don't we expand this to to uh, like a military piece with the relocation of uh, U.S. service members around the country. So we essentially took this model and we've we've created a, a military model where uh, mostly veterans, military spouses, real estate professionals that have background in, in military understand PCS, understand the needs of, of moving to one lo location out of necessity and then buying a property there and potentially selling in a short amount of time. How can we best serve that that specific life cycle? So We've carried over next move into, into the military space. If, if any of the listeners on this podcast work heavily with military clients, VA loans, incentive programs, uh, near military installations, I'd love to connect with them because that's becoming a, a pretty major source of business. And also the same concept that you wanna ensure that you're recommending a, a professional that's really comfortable in that area. That's great. That's awesome. So athletes, coaches, military, uh, make the next move.com. Is that correct? That's correct. Make the next move.com is the website. My Instagram is next move Jordan. So next move in my first name, uh, pretty active on social media as I recommend everybody should be. That's one more tip, Michael, make sure that when people Google your name, that your brand is well represented how, how you want it to be. And uh, that's going to be the first impression before anybody even contacts you, especially in this space, they're going to see what you're doing um, with how you're, you're presenting yourself online. So LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, website, you name it. I know Michael, you have an amazing web presence and, and it's an immediate, it's a, it's, it's an immediate, like, credibility you know yeah, people I mean, are going to judge you people are going to judge you based on uh your social media presence your online presence i call it swat analysis you've heard that strengths weaknesses opportunities and threats so you know 
if I was writing a, a, an essay, I wouldn't proof my own essay. I'd have others look at it, right? So it's one thing for you to look at your website, you look at your LinkedIn, your Instagram, but you're probably, it's tougher for you to poke holes in it. So bring on a trusted you know, resource, whether it be a top agent in your market, whether it be someone that you know, you like, and you trust that's gonna shoot it to you straight and have them poke holes in your online presence because uh, yeah, and, and you got to let them know, be honest, I, I'm trying to make myself better. Do you see any inconsistencies with the branding, the message, the photos, some of the ladies, some of the gentlemen listening to this podcast, you have your glamour shots from the 1990s. So like update your photos, make sure your contact information is correct. Is there consistency with your branding, your colors, your logos? You know, that that's, those are very important things. And, and Jordan, you hit the nail on the head. You might not be a LinkedIn person, but guess what? The person that is looking you up might be, LinkedIn might be important to them. So if your profile is not optimized, if there's nothing out there and it's not filled out, that might be important to them, even if you don't think it's important. So you need to optimize your various platforms. Yep. And LinkedIn has an SEO to it, search engine optimization. If you Google almost anybody's name, LinkedIn for free, by the way, it's free. That's going to be the first search result that comes up. I do it all the time. I Google someone's name, boom, first result, LinkedIn. This this person is head of development for X business. They create that content and it's search engine optimis- optimized for me to see that. It's, it's, your e- it's an easy way for you to basically showcase I'm an expert in this particular real estate division of, of Davenport, Iowa, you know? Yeah. So, Great point. Last uh, tip question. Any lead sources you have for agents looking uh, in their market to perhaps dive into and break into working with athletes and coaches? It's a good question. Um, Myself is number one. (laughs) So um, no, but seriously, there's there's different uh, and and I'm not saying this in jest, I'm saying this, I'm dead, dead serious about this. So the guide, the, the people that guide the talent are the ones that you need to get to know. Um, they are heavy decision makers and not a lot. There's not a big presence. Sometimes it's hard to find, but if you look for that, if you're looking for a specific relationship with, with somebody locally, go into their, maybe go into the, the, the player's social media and go through the photos and find a manager of some sort that, that they're in a photo with, that they're tagging on Instagram or whatever it may be and go follow that person and potentially reach out to them. Cause they're going to be more accessible and they're also going to be more appropriate from a business perspective. Um, and you might not like what you hear sometimes when you do speak to that, person. They may already have somebody that they're not interested in meeting you and, and don't take that personally. It's uh, it's not like a, a newfangled concept that a lot of managers already have pre-existing relationships in the space. But sure. I wouldn't necessarily treat that as, as a dead end. I would treat that as potentially how, how do I, how do I find other, you know, other people that may not have those relationships and, and figure out how it's built um, and just basically continue to, to go down the, the path of, of trying to meet 
meet the people that that can potentially make some introductions there without sounding over salesy, just essentially uh -huh. representing yourself really professionally. Yeah, great, great words of advice. Again, anybody that wants more information, go to makethenextmove.com and or send Jordan an email, Jordan at makethenextmove, correct? That's correct, yep. All right, P appreciate your time and your, your expertise again, uh, Jordan. Thank you. Again, folks, uh, thank you for listening to Luxury Listing Specialist. Uh, again, if you have any questions, shoot me an email, michael at marketingluxurygroup.com. Keep raising the bar in real estate. For those of you that are looking to increase your average sale price and you're really committed to it, check out luxurylistingspecialist.com. Again, our designation has zero previous luxury sales requirements. So literally, you can be certified as a luxury specialist through going through our 16-module online program. And we are going to be doing more face-to-face -face live programs as more and people are, are comfortable traveling, that sort of thing. So make somebody's day. Prove others wrong. Michael Lafito, Jordan, I appreciate what you're doing. And uh, make it a great day, everybody. Take care. Thank you. Thank you.